Hi guys, welcome to the Sincerely Yours Q&A session with Gabrielle. Today I will be answering questions one through six for all of you. Number one, what were your symptoms that led to a cancer diagnosis? Let me see. Um, For me, it was pain. For me, it was pain that nobody knew um, what was going on because I had gone to several, both, both of my cancer battles, I had gone to see the doctor a few times before anyone could figure out what the pain was. The first time I was having pain in my left leg or like my lower back and my growing and my knee. And I went to the doctor, as you guys probably know, I went to the, um, to my doctor out in Santa Monica. I think I got four MRIs and I went to a chiropractor. I went to a um, neurologist and all of them couldn't give me an answer. Um, And then my second battle, I had lower back pain and I had gotten into an accident um, in March out in Scottsdale, Arizona. And so the back pain, lower back pain kind of started in July, I believe. And that was really rough. And nobody knew, I kind of thought maybe it was like side effects from the car accident, but nobody knew what was going on. Nobody could explain it. I had done an MRI and didn't see anything um, at the Mayo Clinic and nobody knew. So for me, my symptoms um, that led to me finding out that I had cancer was, was pain and um, going to doctors and them not knowing what it what it was or what it you know what it could have been so um, those are my signs other than that nothing else other than that like I never would have guessed Um, and the crazy thing is you know my original not original I guess I should say because he was secondary my um, Midwest oncologist found that tumor in the lower back and he had seen it before and it had grown which is weird because he saw in May and I went to the Mayo Clinic in July for that lower back spasm pain and at the Mayo Clinic they didn't see it and they did the MRI and then and it was there so that's you know it kind of gets a little crazy thinking about that but um yeah so that's that's what I found out. But other than that, like had my oncologist, you know, done the same thing as Mayo Clinic and, you know, done an MRI, him not see it or anything, I would still be in Scottsdale probably not even knowing. Um, you know, when I was in LA, it took me having to like fall, not fall, but like I had to be carried out of a nightclub for my first battle. And then um, in July, when I was in Scottsdale for my second battle, I couldn't, I couldn't walk. I couldn't um, sit down because the back pain spasming was so bad. So um, those are my signs. Question two is, what was it like hearing you had cancer for the second time? Um, that was pretty rough. It was, it was like a, uh, I was coming off a really high high because I had just 
I want to say not just, but I'd say maybe, I think maybe May, June, July, I had finally gotten my first apartment all by myself, no cosign or anything, no roommate. And it was the place that I had wanted to live. Like I had said I wanted to live there maybe like six months to a year before. I was like, oh, I want to live there. That'd be the perfect spot for me. And um, it was a huge accomplishment for me. And I was so excited and so proud of myself. Um, So after that, after I got in my apartment, I had, you know, found this great group of friends in Scottsdale, and it was just so awesome. And then they had thrown me the best birthday celebration I had ever had. It was totally my my kind of style, and we kind of shut down, um, you know, the city and that whole weekend. And then I had planned to, you know, work the first part of the week, and then I needed to come home to get my scan with my um, Midwest oncologist. So I was actually on my way out. You know, I I think I was scheduled to leave either like Sunday or Monday and my oncologist called me um, Friday. He told me on Friday that there was something. So that was that was crazy. That was, I mean... I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, no way. It was kind of like me hanging on to a pole and, and, you know, like life just, you know, like the wind is going, it's like a tornado and I'm just like hanging on to the pole, like, you know, trying not to blow away. I think that's what it was like. Um, I think the hardest part about all of this is having to give up a life that I plan for myself you know, it, that's really, really hard. It was very hard for me to go back to Scottsdale and clean up my apartment, you know, and, you know, give stuff away that I had bought for my, for me. Um, and that kind of situation comes back when I go to like, you know, Target or I go to Home Goods and I see these cute little things, you know, decorate, decorative items that would look would have looked great in my apartment and um I wasn't able to fully decorate it so that that's really really hard um and also too it's also very hard to you know leave and try to you know keep stay in touch with the people that you met um so that's really hard I think probably the second battle was easier you know because I knew what I had it I had to do because of my first battle um but I would say that first time having to leave California leave LA I don't think anything will be as hard as that because I had been planning to move there and live there since I was like nine years old I had planned to live in LA and just do my thing um and that was rough because my come up in that city was all by chance and um getting to where I got into was all by chance the people I had met was by chance it was all um God that had led me all the way up to the point I was before I got sick and I knew that if I left I it would be very very hard for me to go back because it just I just knew it wasn't going to be the same so um yeah, that's kind of what it was like. Pretty, pretty rough. Question three is, what is it like having a hip and femur replacement? Oh, well, 
Um, I can't tell, honestly. I really can't tell. Um, I have full range of motion. The only um, issue, and that's not even really an issue, but is that I have my, a scar from my surgery. And that's honestly about it. I mean, the scar, you know, when I'm wearing bathing suits and stuff, is there. And then... Um, going through the airport and I travel a lot too so going through the airport you know the metal detectors go off or if I'm me and my friend Samra went to Chicago and they have you go through a metal detector to get to the sky deck and so that went off for me and you know people kind of look at me like what like what do you what's going on because usually people my age don't have that kind of equipment but um those are the only problems I really have um everything else when it you know as to like limping and not having full range of motion and not being able to do certain movements, that's all due to exercise and stretching. Um, so I was very lucky enough that my um, replacements and my um, implants healed very nicely and I you know, can do all of my normal things. Um, and I'm saying that I'm blessed that it healed well because not everybody's like that um there was a guy who was my age who had the same diagnosis as I did at Cedar sinai hospital in um California in Beverly Hills and he his implant did not work well with his body something went wrong and they ended up having to take his whole leg so that's why I say um you know that I'm so blessed that mine healed the way it should have and that my body accepted it because it, you know, there could have been an alternative. So I'm really blessed about that. Question four is how long have you had cancer? That's interesting because (laughs) I feel like I've had it forever. It like never leaves. Um, I've been struggling with it since, I won't say till the time I had my I was diagnosed because I had it before that clearly. So probably see, I started getting pain. I want to say that tumor started probably started growing. I'm going to say August, probably August 2014 is probably when it started growing, which is so sad because that's when I moved into my first apartment in L.A., um yeah and that's when it started growing because I started getting pain um early September when I started my first official job out there so yeah so 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 August 2014 so from now that's it's been three years three long years question five is are you currently in remission Currently, no, I don't think so. I don't think now I've been in remission before, <laughs> but right now I don't think so. Um, I have actually not even talked to my doctor about it because, like, honestly, I it's not really something that I'm trying to strive for. Um, my goals are a little different than that, um, so I'm not I'm not sure if I am or not. I hope so, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Um, question six is, how did you find your doctors? 
I actually went with referrals. Um, yeah, that's honestly how I ended up getting to where I am now with all my doctors. Um, and that's how you, you know, that's how faith kind of factors in because, you know, that's all we had. Um, so God was really in that. I was taken to Burbank, California hospital there. That's where I started. They referred me to my surgeon in Cedar sinai um, My surgeon had to fight for me to get a bed in the hospital. So that's how we found him. And then he referred us to my oncologist out there. And then my oncologist out there referred me to my oncologist in the Midwest. And then um, that's how I found him. And then my oncologist, or no, my surgeon in California referred me to my surgeon in the Midwest. And my surgeon in the Midwest referred me to my... um, my radiologist in the Midwest. So all by referrals. Um, and they're awesome. I call them the dream team. They are fantastic. Um, they've always kept me in the best hands and, um, my doctors are really, really good. So yeah, that's how I found him. And that is all for this segment, I believe. So stay tuned for part two.